want some candy? Hello world, it's time to open the green door and enter the strongest podcast there is. Twice a month, Russell and I dive into the history of the Incredible Hulk in comics, film, TV, games, and more. That's right, Justin, and we rate and review all the Jade Giants media, good and not so good, with a smash or a gamma clap. And we put on the rant pants when When we we And join us on Patreon to get exclusive bonus podcasts, prizes, and more at patreon.com forward slash Gamma Charge Hulk Podcast. We will see you real soon, Gamma Beasts. Stay green. Gamma Charge. The strongest podcast there is. Hi, this is Ed Brisson. You're listening to the Predator and Prey Yucho Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Predator and Prey. I am one of your hosts from the Hotu clan, Justin the Owl, and I am joined with me again by my good pal, also from the Hotu clan, Ray. How are you, Ray? Yay, good, Justin. Justin, I'm always pumped for these. Um, uh, I've just put, uh, just on the thing, for people that are catching us live stream, I think Russell and I, we've decided... OWLF for you, Justin. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is the owl. Alpha. <laughs> Alf. <laughs> and I know that Russell's name is Rasucha or something along Rasucha. those lines. Yes, Rasucha. Yeah. And, and we should note as well that Rasucha is away this week mm-hmm. as well. He and his mate are, are going on a romantic hunt just the two of them <laughs> by themselves. Yeah. So, exactly. we, <laughs> just so we're, spanning... we're holding down the hunt. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They're spanning the the, uh, the the spaceways, the galaxy. I'm sure they'll yes. have many trophies by the end of it, Russell. Uh, Justin. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> and they're, they're taking their their uh, their creature Boris with them to, oh. to help them with the hunt. <laughs> the hound. <laughs> the hound. Pre- yeah. Predator hound. <laughs> yes, and quite a ferocious hound he is from the sounds of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be back with you, Ray. I was I was absent from the last episode because I was on a hunt myself. Yes. One, so it's good to be back with you. How yeah. are you doing? Oh good, good, yeah. Like we missed you as well, of course, Justin. It was um it was it was a fun chat with Russell as well, but uh yeah, um, uh, yeah, it's always it's great to have you back, and things have been busy this this time of year. I mean, I'm sure all the other hunters out there would feel the same. Um, plenty on the combi sick, um, you know, to, in the lead up to the holidays. So, uh, yeah, just been trying to keep the head above water. Um, just I, I'm crawling, I'm crawling towards the the holiday break. Um, how about yourself? Mm. 
yeah, I'm I'm pretty much crawling as well. <laughs> I've I've not reached the point yet where I'm going to say, "Kill me, kill me, kill, <laughs> kill me." Yeah. Yeah, but but I've gotten there a couple of times just with the holiday traffic and just oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it. I'd always get so crazy around this time of the year. I, I feel more like Poncho, you know, just after he gets hit by that log. It's like, I can make it. I can make it. It's like, you know, dragging along. Come on. Come on. Holiday. Wheezing, wheezing and sweating and panting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um but I mean, these are always like great reprieves for me, Justin. At least you know they, these are great like little windows where we can chat. And um, yeah, I'm always excited about Predator. And I know you know we've we've all got other things going on, like yourself with with Hulk and um, self with Moon Knight, which is they're all fun as well. But Predator, there's there's just a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love yeah. these. I always look forward to these every month. Yeah. And I'm also looking forward to. I'm sure you are as well, Ray. At the end of this month, I believe. We have a big release coming out. The uh, the omnibus is finally going oh, to be released. Absolutely, around Russell's birthday, Rasucha's birthday. Yeah, I, um, I think it's the same week, if I remember correctly. So mm, December twenty seventh, I think. Yes, yeah, we have a big release coming at the end of this month, so I'm so excited for that, as Fair I know enough. you are too. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm just waiting by the the letterbox, you know, <laughs> waiting for that package to arrive. So, uh, no, very, very exciting. Um, you know, excited to always kind of pick up new predator stuff. I did find out though, Justin. I was alerted by a good friend of the show, Sparky Malaki. Did you realise mm. that this was a mini series? The one that the the comic that we're covering today. Uh, you know, I was actually doing some research about that this week because mm -hmm. I saw all of this stuff about the the the, the final issue number six, mm. and I, I was looking for number seven. I was well, are there any solicits or anything for Predator yep. number seven? And I had no idea that this was just going to be a miniseries. I thought all along that it was an ongoing, and that it was just mm, going okay. to be like an intro introductory five or six story arc, a yes. six issue arc rather. Mm -hmm. um, but that it was going to continue afterwards. So I was really surprised about that. Yeah. I was, I mean, pun intended, I was gutted, Justin. I was gutted. <laughs> I know. After such a strong start with this great yeah. story from Ed Brisson and Kevin Walker, I'm just, yeah. I, mean, I hope that there's more. I hope there's another miniseries or maybe. That's, an that's what I'm hoping. I mean, it's, it, it may imply then. You know, a bit of good and bad. The good news being that there there may be like another mini coming out, and that's how they do things. Like just like little like mm. teams do it. Uh, but on the flip side, it, it, on the bad side, it may mean that we don't get any more Brisson and Walker, um, which is a shame. Yeah, um, that is a shame. Mm, but I mean, I would be happy for another mini. You know, if that's the way they're doing it, like in six issue like chunks, um, mm. definitely. Uh, oh, we've yeah. got. We got oh, we've got a here. message from Rasucha. Rasucha. Off on a hunt. So yes, definitely. Uh, Justin did say there was a romantic hunt involved. Uh, <laughs> let's hope that you can clang your blades together. And, mm. uh, those and smart bring back discs. some great trophies to yeah, polish. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We'll, we'll miss you, Russell, for this one. But no, thanks for yes. dropping, dropping in. Um, yeah, we love you, Russell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, the the, the mini, um, mm. Justin, yeah, a little and bit disappointing. Yeah, 
Yeah, then that kind of it reminds me of the Dark Horse days, to be honest with you, because mm-hmm, yeah. we never really had an ongoing there. We just had a lot of miniseries, four four issue store, um, stories, and things like that. So it, it reminded me a lot of that, and I wonder if yeah. that was intentional on Marvel's part, if they wanted to kind of recapture that spirit as well of the yeah the the miniseries. But could, we'll could see. be. It could also be um, uh, testing the waters, like there was. There's that kind of thing mm-hmm. as well, uh, and again, That's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, a great resource, Sparky Malaki, who uh, she also works at a comic shop. She's been saying though that that sales for Predator have been very good. I mean, so that's mm. you know just from one comic store, but you, you can take that you know, across the board. So that's a, a positive sign. Um, so maybe we will get a longer series later on. I don't, we don't know. Possibly, yeah. The, mm. I, unless I'm mistaken, it seems like a lot of the critical reception to this miniseries has been pretty good, pretty positive for the most part, I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I think that people have been pleased with it. But it, I think you're right, actually. I think that they're probably testing the waters where mm-hmm. this is the first Marvel attempt at this property. I think yep. that they are testing the waters to see how well it is received and to see um, maybe maybe they're fielding some stories from some some other authors at this point yep. and are kind of select, selecting the next one as we speak. I, I would personally love to see that happen, yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. And, and as loath as I am to say it, Justin, um, I think the fan base, uh, this is a pure assumption, I'm assuming the fan base of the, the Xenomorph, our... Uh, our insectile brothers, I do feel <laughs> yeah. that they're probably a little bit more, more like they're, they're more popular. So I, th- I think mm. Marvel have more reassurance with them. Hence they've, mm. they've had like longer series, right? They've had a, a 12 issue right. arc, a 12 issue series, and they've got a season two. Um, mm. that's why I think like aliens might be a little bit more, um, uh, less of a risk than say predator. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think Marvel. you're right about that too. Definitely. Yeah. Which means yeah, they've already, proven yes. that they've had a success with that and exactly that they can continue that yeah mm-hmm. and and which means um uh hunter brothers and sisters uh please let marvel know that you are fans mm. of this marvel's predators so, so we can get more content i mean we're all we're all hankering for more content uh, and the only way to do that is to to be vocal about it and let them know and it does count justin i'm reassured by others um, who are massive fans of other properties uh, at, for Marvel? They've reassured me that, but that Marvel do listen, uh, you know. So don't think it goes on unanswered ears, um, hunters, fellow hunters. Yeah, that's um, true, and and I think they always have to some degree or another. Maybe more in some decades than others, but mm-hmm. yeah, they they do listen to to it because we're the ones that buy it. So definitely, exactly. they want they want to know what we want to see and read. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, um, I think that that brings us, Ray, to a mm-hmm. good segue mm-hmm. um, for our first segment, actually. Our first, do you mean <laughs> this one? <laughs> That's right. It's time for some hardcore and predator news. Excellent, and we have some great, some great bits of news here, Ray. I love these. Yeah, um, I mean they're, they're still very small, like there's smatterings here and there, but I mean these are worth calling out. I think. 
Mm, definitely, I agree. These both of these made me happy. So mm-hmm. the first one is the star of Prey, the film which came out obviously earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Amber Midthunder was uh, Midthunder rather was honored with a Saturn Award for breakthrough performance. Which yes, is fantastic. That's great. And, uh, I mean, we've both lauded her performance. Same with Rosucha. Uh, Prey has been a, a breakout for for Predator fans full stop in 2022. I mean, this was something that really, I reckon, could have made or break, or make or break or made or broken, whatever. Um, <laughs> it could have, the franchise, you know, because it was coming off The Predator. And um, I believe I read Marvel delayed uh, their release of the comic book series by Ed Brisson and Kev Walker uh, to try and align it with this movie. Uh, or, you know, or sh- you know, so... Uh, it de- depended on how this movie went. If it was an absolute train wreck, we would have been back to square one again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I was so excited to read that. And I hope that she's nominated and wins more awards because that was a tremendous mm. performance. Yeah, absolutely. And the, yeah. and the second bit of informa- news we have is 20th Century Studios and Dan Trachtenberg's Prey movie has been nominated for the Critics' Choice Awards. Mm. Fifth Predator installment has been nominated for the best movie made for television category, and its lead actress Amber Midthunter has been nominated for the best yes. actress in a movie made for television category. So, yes. let's hope she wins that one as well. Oh, I would love uh, that. That's going to be this January twenty twenty three, January fifteenth. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, taking nothing away from the Saturn Awards as well. I mean, the Critics Choice Awards is pretty big, and the fact that. Mm. The movie's nominated, but also Amber as well. I mean, this is mm. this can't hurt her career, you know, and uh, it can't hurt for, I guess, more accolades for the film in general. I mean, we know uh, online that the, the movie has been divisive amongst fans, but you can't mm. argue, and I think you said this, Justin, you can't argue that uh, as a movie, you know, regardless of the content, it is so well made and it is so well yes. you know, executed. So... Um, well executed, well acted, well mm-hmm. um, just well shot. I mean, all of the the scenes were breathtaking. All the nature shots. Yeah, yeah it, it it was so cool to see that because, I mean, imagine the the original Predator being nominated for a Critics Choice Award. Like we'd all be mm. scratching our heads, like really? But <laughs> this movie, it, it actually makes sense. It makes yeah. sense that this was nominated for that, and I love it. I love it so much, and I hope that. I hope that at least one of them or both win. I would love to see that. I, I, I hope both of them win as well. What, what do you think about There's been a little bit of discussion uh, online and in the forums of the category named movie made for television. I mean, it, I yeah. think it deserves something a bit. Uh, it needs a bit of a rebranding. There are some mm. connotations that come with made for TV, um, you know, films. Yeah. Well, with the streaming being such a strange gray area right now, I think, yeah, it's it's difficult for these award shows, I think, to align things properly because what constitutes television now, there's a lot of things that mm-hmm. could be television that weren't five or ten years ago. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. Yeah I, I, yeah, I think that these award shows are going to have to realign their categories a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Um, and, and I, yeah, as, as you said, I just hope that they... They take it away. For me, it was uh, one of the stronger, uh, if not the best film for me for 2022. I haven't watched that many films, so I don't want to, you know, (laughs) 
give it yeah. a, a heap of praise. But and it is, but it is good. It is such a solid film, um, yeah. and I, and it has reignited the whole franchise. So you can't go, you know, mm. can't be, complain, you know. <laughs> right, definitely. We we owe a lot to that movie. Yeah, <laughs> as Predator fans, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So the other bit of news, the next bit of news again, following up from our last kind of episode as well. I'd like to update all facets of Predator, Justin. So mm. the the Hunting Ground, uh, Predator Predator game Hunting Ground, um, it has also added more. I mean, it's consistently and constantly updating and adding stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. I think last time we had like a, it was like a pirate esque predator i can't remember mm-hmm. um but this time we have for the first time the avp predators are now available for download and it. for skins how cool is that so you got the uh the celtic uh chopper and of course scar which are many, scar. many yeah many fans favorites i think he, he did yes he was a good he was i mean he fought a bloody queen a queen alien, <laughs> alien queen so that you can't say so, <laughs> and a predator yeah. as well so um, yeah, Scar's a legend in my book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure, Justin. Have you have you got the game? I can't remember. Russell does. I've I have downloaded it. I unfortunately I haven't played around with it enough. I, mm. I haven't tinkered around with it enough. But I'm I'm meaning to do that in the coming weeks because I know that the three of us are going to plan something special for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I want to shout out. I think Sparky again. Sparky Malarkey, a massive Predator sh- uh, fan. During the Black Friday sale, she got it for like seventy five percent off off Steam. Ooh, so fantastic! For any yeah. you know fellow Hotu hunters out there, um, if you grab that deal, that is a massive deal. Um, that is a great deal. Wow, mm. I wish I could have got. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I think I got it just <laughs> just before it. Um, but I, I played it a couple of times. It's really cool. I must admit, though, the laptop that I have, which I'm, it's it's no slouch. The, my laptop's pretty. Um, powerful i think uh, it's mm-hmm. it's just a little bit clunky that's all I, I connect the xbox controller um to it and i play it with the xbox mm-hmm. controls which is pretty cool but i don't know maybe um it just needs a bit more ram or something i don't know it's just a little mm. bit clunky um but i'd love to play it with you guys we'll get it yeah that would be so much fun yeah get a squad together you know yeah and if there's a way for us to record our game Oh, and, how cool would that be? And then make that into a video to upload on a future episode. That would be fantastic. I think we, I think we can. I mean, I haven't ventured into it too much, but like, isn't like Twitch and all that, or Discord? Mm. We can do it on Discord as well. Oh, so. that's right. On Discord, we can record mm. it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, perfect. Oh, that's going to be so much fun, Ray. I love you that. Can, oh, it'd be great. You can watch us, uh, FLO Hotu clan members. You can watch us just, just die, <laughs> like yes, at the hands of the predator. I've been playing. I've been playing as the predator, and that's quite fun, actually. It's very, very powerful. Um, as a as a commando, uh, that's that's obviously fun as well. But you're obviously limited by the the human movements. Um, mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we do have, oh, we have a message here from, oh, another one from Rasucha. Rasucha, uh, check my pull list and Predator is indeed crossed out. Yeah. It's a little harder when you see it in the true Rasucha. Yeah. Absolutely. Unfortunately, no, no issue number seven for us. Yeah. We, the, that comic book series had the, the triangular lasers pointed at it and it got blasted <laughs> to smithereens. <laughs> <laughs> the combi stick went right through the, the combi stick. <laughs> exactly. 
Hook! Yeah, that's it. It's no longer. Yeah, that is, that is a shame. Danny I was shocked boy. when... <laughs> Want some candy? <laughs> oh, I'm doing bloody King Willie's voice on that. <laughs> Getting them mixed up. Um... Uh, we've got also. We should also mention. Sorry, Justin. That yeah, we are live streaming. So any podcast listeners, um, we are getting live comments as they come in. Um, and again, is this this is for, yeah from Russell? Maybe they're doing the Dark Horse method. Yeah, which is what Justin had yeah. had said. Um, the fucking alien. The fucking alien. <laughs> <laughs> An old WLF. <laughs> <laughs> this is between me and him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary Busey. They should. They have to get him back somewhere. Somehow, get him back somehow. They do at least get him to do like a voice thing. Oh, you know, like, the, can maybe, you imagine maybe, the games? Yeah, yeah, in the games, or or maybe if they did like ever an animated Predator. Oh thing, yes, like kind of in the vein of maybe the Star Wars Visions animated stuff on Disney Plus. Yeah different animators do different things i could see them doing something like that for predator or predator and alien doing animated things with different uh different animated styles i thought that yeah would really that cool. would be yeah that has been mentioned again across the board like the way to expand the universe i mean the universe is already expanded in the anthologies in the novel form but you know not mm-hmm. everyone reads the, the novel format um but by having an anthology right. of animated like because they're short and sharp you can have a cast of thousands. You can do more because the budget will allow. You can blow mm-hmm. up a building. You know, you can have a spaceship right. uh, and it's all animated. Uh, yeah, so I, I reckon that, that'd be great. But imagine if you can play as Peter Keys in Hunting Ground, Justin. <laughs> I want to be Peter Keys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too late to go home now. <laughs> <laughs> Russell does it the best. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I no, want to have that freezer. Really right. I want to have that cryogenic freezer thingy that he did. It's a leaf. Let's face oh. it. It's a leaf blower. It's just a leaf blower with a bit of dry ice in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that he was sniffing it actually too. Knowing Gary, Lewis, he probably, <laughs> yeah, he, he was probably, probably huffing that thing half probably, the time. <laughs> probably was. Oh my god! Uh, this is uh, between me and him, and him, <laughs> and him, and him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I mean, anyway, Hunting Ground again can't um, recommend it enough for Hotu Clan members. Mm. Go check it out. Um, join us when we do get in the new year, Justin. Maybe you know that's a thing we can. Uh, a, a little community can form a team, a squadron, and um, that would be great. Actually, we maybe we could get something going on Discord and get yep. a little group going for some. some oh, absolutely. Reg- regular games would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah. I, I know. Again, I'm just referring to AVP Galaxy, which are the, um, the you know, the godfathers of uh, covering anything Xenomorph and, and Yaucha. But I know gaming plays a large part in the fandom of, of Predators mm. and Aliens because they have featured a lot in games. Um, and there have been, like, la- lapses and lags uh, between films too. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, games, I'm sure there are plenty of gamers out there. Um, would love to, to connect and, yeah, w- would love for you to teach us actually how to be better Marines because uh, I'm sure... Well, I'm only speaking for myself, Justin. You're probably a, you're probably a gun at it. I don't know. So, Well, I'm really rusty when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'll definitely need some, some major tutelage as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we can learn together. We can, we can lose our heads That's together. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll, It'll be, be fun. fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, should we go for? Yeah, let's let's move on to our next segment, which is the trophy room. <laughs> Yeah, I am excited about this, Justin. Um, I don't have anything this month, um, but you did say that you had something. Right? I, I do. I, I found something yesterday when I was in yeah. my local Walmart. Uh-huh. And here it is. Oh, wow. It's the Blue, it's the blue Hunter. The I think blue this hunter. is called the ju- the Jungle Hunter, maybe. Um, from this- Wasn't that from Concrete Jungle? Like, um I believe so. Well, yeah, this awesome. was actually on clearance, believe it or not. Right? It was, <laughs> it was, I was on, on clearance. Oh, why? It yeah, should be. I, well, I don't know. They had two or three of these left. And I said, oh, I've got to snatch it right up. But I, <laughs> I love the color with the silver and the blue. Yeah. It reminds me of, yeah, a lot of the concrete jungle hunter. So nice I one. That's yeah. very cool. I wonder if um, and Russell, and anyone that doesn't know, haven't been listening, Rasucha uh, has the monopoly, I think, on, um, or he's running ahead, let's say, with action figures. Oh. I think he's got shelves oh, yes. and shelves of yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder I wonder if Russell does have that one as well. That's a really cool one. That reminded I me think, of the... Oh, he, yeah, I think he does have that one, yeah. He does it have it as well? I think Walmart. I think he yeah, we yeah, so we don't have anything like that, you know, over here. Mm. We've got... You know, Target and Kmart still, but they don't have Predator stuff. They have some Motu stuff, but just no Hotu oh. stuff. Oh, I thought for sure that Target would have something. I'm, I'll have to check, but yeah, I mean, they're mm. the only bets for it, and you do get them for a bit cheaper, so that's good as mm. well. Yeah, that's uh, good. Papa Tate, Noel has dropped in. The hunt oh, is on. The hunt for is. a biscuit. <laughs> hunt, hunt for a biscuit. Is that right, Justin? <laughs> I'm always hunting for biscuits. <laughs> that's, a, that's a perpetual hunt that's never ending. <laughs> uh, but that's an awesome trophy uh, there, Justin. Um, that goes. You. Yeah. You, you, you got one uh, in our first episode as well, didn't you? As well. Yes, that it's basically a, a re- recolored version of that. It's mm-hmm. this one right here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's Which, a full like, That's think... a six six inch figure, or even bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. six or seven. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I love them. I I know that they're not really the on the same level as the NECA figures, but oh, but they're still they're still they're predators. Still nice. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're still nice predators. Still like yeah, oh, that's right. Uh, Papa Tate. Oh, with the with the, with the bunny. <laughs> I want to meet that lady. I want to meet that lady who did the song. Yes, I want to meet that band yeah, actually. Name- uh, me too. Me too. We need to do an interview with them at some point. I want to. I want to throw some underwear at her. We'll see. see how <laughs> <laughs> she probably wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> um, oh, another yeah, little that... figure I got was yes. this Doctor Fate one. I wanted to show oh, you. Oh, very Black cool. Adam. Nice. It's cool little. It's a. It's a little small one. Yep. But um, I Dr. was tickled. Fate's... I was tickled. Aesthetically, he's yeah, he's, he's really. Have I asked you already what you thought of Doctor Fate in um, Black Adam? Did you enjoy? Oh, I, I loved it. Was I good? was so happy yep. with that. Yeah, it was fantastic. Cool. Yeah, yeah no, that, was... that made the whole movie for me. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen it. I mean, I'd, I'd like to eventually. Mm. Um, I think I you'll think... enjoy it, Ray. I thought yeah, it was fun. I, think so. I thought it was fun. It's, as long as it's fun, as long as it's got a lot of action. The action scenes I mm. saw from Black Adam were pretty impressive. Like you know, just how strong yeah. and stuff he is. So. Um, yeah. I think you'll like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, let, let's not talk about 
what's happened to Henry Cavill, which is terrible, but anyway. Oh, um, yes. Um, no, that's the sore subject. Deary me. Deary me. Uh. What a anyway, mess. Anyway, I don't know what's going uh, on. Oh, it is a, me- yeah. a hot mess. That That it's is a hot a, mess. It's strung up and it's skinned and it's friggin' dangling and dripping <laughs> from the that's jungles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you and I are, are, are sucking on a vine and uh, yeah. then we climb up Just and we look- see that. Yeah, we we see all the all the birds fly off and we're like oh, exactly oh. Hopper Jim Hopper <laughs> that's that's what it is it's a Jim Hopper of a mess yeah that's terrible. right so we won't we won't go yeah. into that um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah I haven't got anything on my end um, I am waiting I, I you know I. I'm in the process of getting some and I have revealed it in uh, in some of the posts but I won't I won't like announce it until i've got it in my hot little hands but i can't wait to, mm. to get it. i've got a couple of things bubbling away um yes yeah, so i'm looking forward to yeah more, more trophy rooms and again ho clan members post up your post up your predator collection post up your trophies yes. we'd love to see them um yeah we want to see those pictures of all those figures and all exactly. those limited editions we love it i've seen like custom made you know helmets and you know, weapons and stuff. Mm. That's awesome. Weapons, so, yeah. I've mm. seen the, a, a bunch of the knife gauntlets that people have made. They're mm-hmm. so impressive. So cool. Yeah, very cool indeed. Love it. All right, Ray. Well, I think that will bring us to our next segment, actually. Let's do it. <laughs> Sorry. This is what happens oh, when right. we're not in simpatico totally yet. <laughs> As everyone knows, I'm doing the uh, I'm doing the flash bits up there. Justin, you were about to say something. Sorry, uh, we've got some fresh wounds to talk about. Fresh wounds, yeah. Fresh wounds, yeah. The latest issue of Marvel's Predator, Volume One, Number Five. Um, the release date is December 7th, 2022, mm-hmm. Day of the Hunter, Part 5. Ray, do you want to give the credits for us? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, and we have, of course, Ed Brisson on writing duties, uh, penciler, inker, Kev Walker with colorist Frank D'Armada, a letterer, Clayton Cowles, and two editors this time, uh, Darren Shan and Jake Thomas. Now, we do also have, as well, for those watching the video, um, we do have the, the covers. Mm, so these covers. Yeah, regular cover by Lionel Francis Yu and Sonny Go. I didn't mention that. I only put the, the pencil up there, but Sonny Go does uh, the inks. Um, very cool cover. A very simple mm. one. A lot of the uh, these covers have been rather simple, uh, Justin, but I think they mm. really work well. Um, yeah, we, definitely. Yeah, we get a look of, I guess, that is the three-mandible predator who is revealed towards the end of the, the episode, uh, the, the issue. Mm. Um, mm. We also have some variant covers by Greg Land. Um, mm, which I is love a, that one. It's a good one as well, isn't it? Um, yeah, he's I just l- wonder- leaping through the jungle canopy. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I just wonder if he's ripped that off somewhere. But, you, you, you know. <laughs> it does look... <laughs> <laughs> it does look very similar, doesn't it? No, <laughs> no but I mean, but art-wise, yeah, look, it, it, it's a very cool-looking Predator, of course. Mm. Um, yeah. And, oh, just incidentally, Justin, which one, have you picked up a, a copy? Which one have you got? Oh, I don't have the hard copies. I've gotten the digital ones. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. Nor is, yeah, I just yep. picked up the, the regular cover, but I might pick up this Greg Land one. I'm not too sure. 
Um, and I then do like fi- that one a lot. It is a good one. Yeah. It is. I've got to admit, it is pretty cool. Uh, I won't be able to get the last one again. There's one to twenty-five variants by Philip Tan. Ooh. This is awesome looking. I like it. Uh, I love that. Yeah, it's got the the laser scope. It's got the predator jumping towards you, towards something. Mm. Um, something. Looks, something looks, bright. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, looks very cool indeed. So, those three covers um, are, are pretty cool. Uh, so I'll take that off and I'll I'll put up uh, the comic there for those that are following us on the on the video. So, Justin, yeah, I guess overall impressions, what do you think of this penultimate... Well, now we know the penultimate issue of this whole series. I, I liked that we had a bit more dialogue in this one mm. because we haven't really seen Theta have a lot of interactions with any other people, um, any other humans in, in any of these other issues. So it was nice to see some of that interaction. Mm-hmm. And I liked how, for a little while, we kind of see her vulnerable when she realizes that she could lose her home essentially the sandpiper the ship is her home is where mm-hmm. she's been living for most of her life yeah and when faced with the reality that that could all suddenly be taken away from her suddenly we see you know uh, a more vulnerable side where she realizes she's got to do something like this is mm-hmm. this can't happen so I, I liked seeing that that was cool that was a new dimension of the character that we hadn't seen before yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what What did you think, Ray? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, similar Similar thoughts. I, I enjoyed it. A different pace again uh, to the previous issue. And and again, I can't help but think that as a trade, this would work really well because you you are starting to the beats are coming not within mm. the comic, but they're they're on a on a larger scale. You get you're getting the beats across the six issues. Um, mm. So there's a a bit more. Uh, yeah, a bit more dialogue. I appreciated. I was expecting. I thought like generally things really ramp up like, like really ramp up um in mm-hmm. the second last issues or you know the the penultimate um issues to an arc uh you, you can argue obviously it's been said it, it's done here as well what i find i guess the point of difference um and something that i do notice from brisson's writing is that the predators are, are very much uh, very much in the background i mean even um mm. Yes. Even like you, you know, last issue when they featured, uh, there was a fight. You know, Theta had the fight mm-hmm. with the Predator, and then that went across the course of a few pages and stuff. But they're pretty much like just like a force that she comes across, and mm. and we don't see it anything from their perspective. Uh, we've we've got nothing like you know. And again, I found in this issue, uh, we get it in the final reveal. So predominantly, this issue was uh, human interaction um, with uh, Astar um, Industries mm-hmm. uh, and Theta. So we get more of that. Um, and I don't know, I'm thinking perhaps there might be some readers who would prefer like a bit more Predator um, perspective, at least. But it's a different thing, nevertheless. Um, I did enjoy this issue, and I, and I did really enjoy the dialogue and the interaction with uh, Theta and I can't remember the guy's name, but um, pa- Paolo. Paolo. Paolo, yeah. Paolo. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that yeah. too. That was good. Yeah. yeah. When she, she turns the piece of uh, the utensil on him and threatens to shove it into his artery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's, I enjoyed... that's the Theta that I know and love right there. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I mean, she's straight back into it, isn't she? Like, because she's so ruthless. She's, yeah. you know, she's cut. And, and, and I like the. Um, I guess the fan fanboying of of Paolo 
you know, because he knows about mm. the hunters and the predators, and he's in awe that she has all this stuff on her ship. Um, I just wanted to say, just as we're kind of glossing through the first couple of pages, I also really did enjoy the validation that Theta got because um, that was addressed quickly in the fact that uh, the Astar employees, uh, Captain Ferrier, you know, they're very suspicious of her, but then they mm-hmm. find out that she's actually part of the, the botany crew, um, you know, that actually owned the Sandpiper. So they're going, oh, mm-hmm. sorry, then how the hell did you survive? So I, I liked it how, you know, that wasn't kept a secret because that would have mm-hmm. been annoying if like they just were treating her like a prisoner and like we know that she, that's really her ship as well. Um, right. Yeah, if they were constantly accusing her, no, you're a pirate, you stole yeah, that exactly. ship, killed everybody on board, and you know, if, if that was constantly going on, then yeah, that would get old really quick. I agree with you about that, yeah. Yeah. What wasn't, I mean, annoying in a good way, like, you know, not, not in a bad way, what was annoying from Captain Ferrier, I found, was that he was claiming all of the stuff that she was she had done mm. like, you know all the all the stuff she used the equipment on on board the sandpiper before it's like oh no this is our property because we own that ship and you know it's just that kind of sort of behavior that makes you want to give the finger to to corporate <laughs> you know <laughs> yes. um, yeah why, why we love- it's the same corporate mentality that it doesn't matter if it's your home we own it and we're taking it back because we yeah. want it you know that's that typical corporate mindset yeah absolutely it, and you can yeah. see why theta has the reaction that she has in this issue Mm. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and it kind of reminded me again of Wayland Yutani. Um, it seems like that Astar is kind of not, probably not to that scale, but you know that sort of very kind of business um, focused. Um, yes, definitely. But, but yeah, I mean, as as we mentioned, yeah, Paolo, um, looking at the stuff, like amazing stuff that he's. Uh, mm. There was a nice little sequence here where he. Um, I like it. It's a, it doesn't gloss over it. It spends a bit of time about him overriding the system. You know how, like you see in movies and comics, it's like, oh, you know, let me just override it. Let me just hack in. Um, yeah. So Theta's put in some protocols in place, but he still manages to, to bypass them, which is good. Um, yeah, and then they learn, you know, they learn all about, uh, about her uh, as well. Uh, but, yeah, the um, I guess the confrontation... Well, they keep a prisoner, basically, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. and you get, yeah, you get Paolo showing a bit of empathy as well, getting the the non nom noodles, um, and and the, what I'm assuming is like fake cow milk or something, um, mm-hmm. and bring, mm-hmm. bringing it to to theatre. But yeah, like you said, the the um the standout for me was basically when Paolo gets his nose bashed. Um, he does well <laughs> to, to remain calm, you know. Like yes, she's holding he, that. He can. doesn't freak out too bad. Yeah. No, no, and there's like blood everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so this theater basically wants to to go, but the in essence, uh, the predator, you know, we are assuming is the three mandibled one, uh, is chasing her. Um, mm-hmm. So again, the questions that like we know that she's chasing it, but there's, why is it chasing her? Um, so there's, mm. I mean, it could, she could have killed one of the the mates or something. I mean, she's killed 20 odd predators. Um, that's true. That's mm. true. Or maybe one of its, um, offspring. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's off. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It could be so, an offspring that, that Theta murdered. Yeah. Mm. Or it could be, I mean, we go back to this, um, conspiracy, oh, this theory again, that it could be maybe Theta killed the mum. 
So oh. and this predator yes. f- killed it's her mum. So it's kind of like a real mm-hmm. mirror, mirror image. But mm. I guess we'll find the answers in issue six. I mean, there's a lot. There's really a lot to to kind of close out in issue six. I, I've just I don't mm-hmm. know how are you how are you feeling going into. I'm a little bit, just a little bit worried. It might be a bit too quick, but. Yeah, that's my thought too. I, for this build-up, I, I hope that we get to see a really good mm. final confrontation between Theta and this three-mandible predator. Because, mm. I mean, we like you said, we haven't seen a re- really a lot of the predator in these in some of these issues. It, it's just kind of been kind of a nemesis for Theta to fight, but not a, a, a focal point of the story. Yeah, these these are the predators, rather. But now that we see the the primary source for her hatred finally mm-hmm. revealed at last, we we should have a, a really knockdown down, drag out fight. Oh, I hope so as well. I mean, and we know that Kev Walker and Ed Brisson can can deliver a, a cool fight, so Absolutely. I can't wait to see it. But yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just hoping that's tempered in the final issue with enough like dialogue uh, and and substance to. Uh, to explain things, because um, again, we we can't get mm. everything in twenty two pages like visually, so there'll mm. have to be a lot of um, uh, closing out. I mean, and whether I don't know whether something happens to Astar Industries. I mean, Brisson has introduced Astar now into the the Predator universe, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't say that they necessarily have to be um, rounded out in in issue six, but I just mm. wonder what this means now. The Predator attacking their their vessel. Um, and, you know, coming for theatre, what that means. It, it just screams to me that there's another story to be told. So that's why it just got me so uh, disappointed and, and gutted that mm. that next issue is going to be the last one. Me too. Yeah, because now we, we've kind of fallen in love with this character of theatre over the course mm. of these five issues. And now we have yeah. one issue left, and I just I hope that that's not the end of her story. I, I hope that it continues on from there. I would love to see that. Yeah, I mean, and and that's the thing, isn't it? Because if you do bring a new creative team, you'd assume they want to introduce and create things themselves rather than play with, you know, the previous writer's um, toys. So Mm -hmm. it depends on editorial, depends, you know, if we do, touch wood, if we do get another series, whether or not it's a continuation of theatre, because I'd really love to see it. Um, I would love to see, you know, Brisson and, and Walker come back similar to how Philip K. Johnson has come back um, mm. for Aliens. So we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, it's a little bit uncertain, um, but we're not going to get it for, I mean, as Russell said, there's no, he had, he, there's nothing like in the solicitation. So we're not going to get it for a while at least. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe they'll wait and see how, when, when the collection comes out of the six issues in the trade paperback, maybe yeah. they'll see how that performs and that will inform them of the next decision possibly. Yeah, and I actually I saw I don't have it with me as well. I saw the already I think the release date's in April of the the trade um oh, okay. for these six issues. So uh you know, pre-order them whenever it's available uh, mm. O2 clan members. Um I'll yes. be keen to get it as well. Uh just to Yeah, I'll definitely be getting that. Yeah, show your support for it. And again, I th- as I said, I think it works really well in mm. uh in trade format. So, and if nothing um, else, you get in the trade paperback. You get all of those beautiful variant covers in the back. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, how how many were there for that first issue? Oh Ray? my there god, a, there was like twenty eight or something, or thirty. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm glad there aren't that many in each issue. Otherwise, would be having a three-hour show. <laughs> so, yeah. so, and you'd going. you'd need a, a trade paperback just to collect all the covers. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, true, true, <laughs> true. Uh, but oh, I wouldn't complain. You know, those the, again, all yeah. those covers have been fantastic. I've been loving them yeah. uh, as well. Um, what would you? I guess, Justin, what would you? What would you give the, give this then? Um, on a scale of out of five, weren't we mm-hmm. doing out of five skulls? Yeah, mm-hmm. I would give five, this one. Yeah, five nom nom uh, yeah. nom nom noodles. No, nom nom noodles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, uh-huh. I would give this one probably. Um, yeah, three and a half nom mm-hmm. nom noodles out of five. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I I liked the dialogue. I liked the. The scene, this, the scenes that I mentioned, where we see glimpses mm-hmm. of Theta's vulnerability and weakness, and and how she she desperately does not want to lose her home, the Sandpiper, like that's her, mm-hmm. she needs that. That's where she grew up. I, I liked seeing that side, but I, I also wanted to see more Predator, kind of like mm-hmm. you were saying. I we only saw like that one Predator from the previous issue in the first page was all chewed up from. Mm-hmm. from the gunfire so you see that briefly on a slab as they're investigating yes. it and then on the last panel you see the three mandible predator make his grand debut mm-hmm. but yeah i just i kind of wanted to see a little bit more even if it was in the form of a flashback or something i yep. i don't know yeah i, I agree i mean I, i'd give it um i'd give it three nominum noodles i, I mm. think um i, I am enjoying uh, the series it, it's been great and you know i love it I, I will be rereading it again and um yeah i just i would just love to see a bit more uh, from the predator perspective as you say we a bit more mm. screen time for the predator as you say it, it's great um having said that it, it is great to establish theta um so we see that brisson is uh developing theta along but now he's He's spent a lot of time there developing Astar as well, uh, Astar Industries, mm. which you kind of have to do, I guess, if you introduce them in. But they were only introduced in issue four, and there's like only two more issues mm. left, and we still still kind of need more, I think, on the Predator. At the, I don't mind the Predator being the mystery, you know, and and being mm-hmm. this kind of force that she goes up against. But um, yeah, I just I'm just conscious of the lack of of uh, the visual Predator. So hopefully, last last issue we'll see plenty. Um, mm. but yeah, that'd be a three out of five for me. So, uh, yeah. Um, so you can't wait for the last one, uh, Justin, that will be in the yes. new year. I'm imagining. Yes. Yeah. And I was thinking we, when we cover that final, um, final issue, we should give our thoughts, all three of us on the overall series mm. as well. And our, oh, yeah. our thoughts yeah. of the story as a whole. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, Ray, I think that will bring us to our next segment. We have some more fresh wounds, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is. We uh... have. Uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I was about. <laughs> I was about to uh, just hit the title so I can throw us to oh. a Billy laugh again. <laughs> oh yeah, go right. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> And we actually have the three final chapters from recent anthology of Eyes of the Demon mm-hmm. this year. And so we have three stories, uh, chapters 13, 14, and 15 of the book. Mm-hmm. Ghost Story by Joshua Pruitt, mm-hmm. 
Slide Dark in the Daylight by Yvonne Navarro, mm -hmm. and Dead Man's Switch by Scott Seigler. Yeah. Now, um, this is cool. I'm really keen to hear your thoughts here, Justin, because, um, you know, this is kind of, as we've done the other previous chapters, but since it's a relatively a new format, you know, the novel anthology version is always fun because that really does expand the, the Predator lore. Um, mm -hmm. I guess starting off with, with Ghost Story, Justin, I know you liked it. Well, what are your, your main thoughts oh, on it? Oh, yes. Yeah. I loved this. I loved how it did start out like a ghost story. They're sitting around the campfire mm -hmm. telling the story about this mysterious, invisible hunter that killed these people in these woods, you know, decades ago. And it's it's like any other ghost story that kids tell each other around the the campfire to scare each other but in this case is it's actually real <laughs> and the the ghost the ghost in this story is actually a predator who's this predator has actually been around quite a while he's an old grizzled veteran predator who's seen a lot of wounds and he's bled a lot and he's been on earth for quite a while and um essentially these students who are who are out in the in the woods um come across the predator ship as they're as they're uh kind of walking around doing um uh, some type of um survey on the land and um as they're out there as well there's a group of, of hunters um one of them is uh disappears and is taken by the predator and once it's discovered that that happens um, a huge militia essentially a militia of men with rifles and and anger go out into the night to to find the predator but doesn't quite go no, <laughs> a no. according to their plans as it never does when you get a militia of angry men with guns together <laughs> yeah exactly 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 um, it is a different twist i mean again uh, you know how how often can you just do the the tried and true kind of predators hunter so i like the twist in this uh, as well, as you said, uh, Justin, about it being an old grizzled predator, I kind of likened it to, you know, those stories you hear of um, soldiers and vets who are still in the jungle and think the war's still going on, uh, you know, years yes. after the war's finished. That That's kind of the yeah. sense that I get here, that this predator has been marooned uh, here on Earth. I mean, because a ship is still full of tro It's collecting trophies. And mm -hmm. mind you... It seems to be collecting, especially with the likes of uh, uh, Jules and Darpand, the the boyfriend and girlfriend. It seems to uh, go for like any anyone as well, like um, not necessarily the armed. Or, or I might be misremembering that. Did they have a gun? They had a gun. I can't remember. They did have a yeah um, yeah. One of the couples did. Uh, Jules did have a gun. and Darpan. Okay, did they have did a have a gun. gun. Um, okay. Well. I it was it was Darpan that was actually killed by the gun because the recoil went right into his face. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's still kind of. I mean, it's still following that that kind of honor code. Um, mm. But yeah, I guess the point is that it had been there for a long time. It's, it's dating back to the seventies or eighties. This is Camp Blue Blood. Uh, it, it's kind of built a reputation, and that's why the ghost stories are happening. Um, but the ghost is very real in, in being the old predator. Um, I I loved I love this Justin uh, Joshua. Uh, he 
he handles a, a handful, like a, a substantial amount of cast, um, not mm. as much as the next story, but um, he he handles them really well. And I like the dynamic with a short amount of time to give us a little glimpse into Kim as well. She comes from a family mm. of hunters, we know, like human hunters. Her dad was a hunter. Um, mm-hmm. And just tying that into, I love that thing with the, the horror story at the beginning where she's kind of, Kim is fixated on that trope of the last surviving girl, you know, the final girl, final, right. the final girl getting the shakes and having that gun. And so she ends up kind of being, being that in the end. Um, but she mm-hmm. kind of defies that. Um, and Jules and Darpan were, were, were fun. I mean, these guys are what, uh, geologists, grad students. So they're all young. Right. Yeah. They're all young. They're worried about erosion doing the studies. Wayne was more the, um, one susceptible, to um fantastic ideas you know it's an alien and oh god and uh the deaths were pretty cool i thought like so Mm -hmm. wayne uh, couldn't help himself um pulled out the gun when he's on the the back of the bike i think with kim and uh he's almost is they're almost getting away yeah yeah, but he pulled it out the silly bugger and he just got he got blown to smithereens colby the main hunter oh Oh my gosh! What a grisly oh, end. That was that was vicious. Yeah, <laughs> was oh. absolutely vicious. Anything where some really gratuitous violence is happening on someone and they're still alive is like oh, they're I still just alive. sends me kind of kind of shivers. But um, he put up a good fight against the predator. He, he was really did. he was kind of like the Peter Keys of of this story. <laughs> he jumps back. Yeah. He, he he rams the predator. Uh, with a, a pickup truck or whatever, or the truck that he has, and, yes. <laughs> you know, um, and he he is there to finish the job, and uh, he's a little disappointed. Kim isn't able to shoot it when she had the opportunity because uh, she kind of falters a bit. Um, mm-hmm. But he he mm-hmm. meets a grisly death. He gets stabbed. He gets skinned. He gets skinned spine. Alive. Yeah, and his yeah. spine Ugh. ripped out. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Colby, yeah. we got another murder with Robbie. Robbie was a missing hunter. Um, mm. We know that he was so, the the initial one that was murdered from the hunting party, which yeah. set them all out looking for him, and that's what led them onto their discovery of the ship. Yeah. yeah. Can I can I ask Justin as well? I mean, being very ignorant with um, with guns and all that, and um, this being set <laughs> in America. Is it common to have like camping grounds near where hunters are hunting? Because it made me feel very nervous when there are hunters around and you're camping. And even Kim calls out, just you know, make sure that you stay away from the flatlands because we don't want any bullets coming our way. I mean, yeah, I never camp. <laughs> like, yeah, there there are a lot of people, especially in my state where I live. It's very mm-hmm. forested, and there's a lot of hunting that goes on all the time. Um, a lot of people do illegal hunting, like. Gosh. Like it's nothing. Yeah. They just go through campsites. They think that campsites are only inhabited maybe two or three months out of the year and the rest mm-hmm. of the year is fine for them to go through and shoot things. So yeah, I, I think that that happens more than Gosh. people might realize around here. It's yeah. scary. Like you could be it taking a, you could be taking a whiz, you know, and then mistaken for a deer. Yeah. You know, and yeah. And then Definitely. shot. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's and that does happen. That does happen. Yeah. yeah. So we we over here in Australia, we only have the animals kill us in, in the in the in the wild. You know, <laughs> not hunters. We don't have to deal with hunters as well. We've just got the snakes and the spiders to worry about. <laughs> yeah. you don't have to worry about other humans. You don't have to <laughs> worry humans. about the, the stuff that's not human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 
So, um, what what would you give uh, this one, Ghost Story, um, out of five? Um, five, I don't Gosh, know, this, five hunters. This, yeah, this was almost close to perfect for me. I'd give this one probably four and a half out of five. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. What about yeah, you? I, yeah, I agree. I was going to give it a four and a half as well. It was a very strong mm-hmm. story, very well told. The pace kept on going, um, mm-hmm. and you get. You, you know, you get enough of the predator. Um, you, you don't see, from memory, you don't see it from its point of view. But there's enough action there, like to, and there's enough graphic action to kind of keep or, or you, you bloodthirsty Hotu members satiated. So, um, yes, yeah. this is a very bloody and, and vicious one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I think all of them, all of them are these last three. Uh, but that's true. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, the next one um, is. Sly Dark in the Daylight by Yvonne Navarro. Now again, just in a very different story. Um, mm. Pitch-wise, I actually forgot to do that for the first one, but like, if you were to pitch this to someone, uh, what, how would you kind of encapsulate the story? Um, pitch-wise, I would say that this is a story of a rogue predator mm. who, uh, who did some very dishonorable kills. And the townsfolk in the small town where it was conducting its business essentially rose up against it in force and in large numbers. Um, and they're all very heavily armed in this town um, and put up quite, quite a fight against the, the predator, all things considered. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, it's I, a story yeah. of revenge. It's a story of revenge is, about... yeah. yeah a mother's revenge, I would say. I would, I would yeah. sum it up as that. It was a story of a mother's revenge. Mm-hmm. And, and right, as you said, Justin, the, this involves a town, so there's plenty of characters. I've listed mm-hmm. not all of them here, Justin, because there are some other incidental ones that you know aren't that important, but there's a cast of thousands here. And I really, I really enjoy this because at first I was kind of rubbed up the wrong way, kind of thinking... What is this predator doing? Like the the opening scene is the predator killing mm. a young boy, and you go, unless he's like pretending what? to to have a weapon, why is he killed? You know, why? but then you yeah. yeah, but then you slowly understand that Sly Dark, which is the name of the predator, or I love the new the name Quay Larger, um, you find out that this predator is rogue and and slightly misaligned to I guess normal predators. Um, mm. And so what quickly becomes apparent is that this is the scenario is a whole town versus a predator. And, and I, so I, I ended up really loving that premise um, and it was really fun. But yeah, what, what did you make of it? I, I loved it too. I loved it too. I could picture out of the, all the stories that um, we read in the, kind of like the last half of this book, I could picture this one in my mind being adapted to a film mm-hmm. Um kind of the most the most easily yeah. i could picture everything very visually in my head of all the stuff um it did get a little um towards the end of the story i felt like it got a little jumbled with all of the characters kind mm-hmm. of converging on the same spot i thought it was kind of difficult to juggle them all and their and their individual stories leading up to that point but Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a very minor quibble in the in the scope of it. I I, I loved the the whole scene with the the family with the the, the gun store. Oh, the best! What a what a, yeah. what, a gr- <laughs> what yeah. a great idea for for a shootout yeah. with a predator, a family that owns a gun store. You know, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was it was so yeah, it was really really cool. Um, as you say, yeah, towards the end, 
I like how Navarro, I mean, she does, because it is a small town, right? So there's that kind of um, generalization that everyone knows everyone in the small town. And, mm-hmm. and I like those connections. For, for instance, uh, we get a small snip of, of this guy, Owen Holland, and he's a high school guy. He's hanging around, with, or he's playing footy that he doesn't want to play football, and there's some jocks. But mm-hmm. we find out he's a friend of Robbie, uh, Robbie uh, Rosales, who's the guy that the the boy that is killed at the beginning, so we get that mm-hmm. connection, and um, we get this lady in the park, Sal Lawrence, uh, Sandy Lawrence, sorry, with a dog King, that was kind of cool because um, we well we find the remnants of both of them, um, mm. and, but she ends up being the 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 mother to one of the girls who's the girlfriend of one of the jocks. So, you know, there's always, I love this connection between everyone. Um, and even yeah. even the uh, the law enforcement, like De- um, Deputy Malik, um, who mm-hmm. unfortunately he gets blown away um, at the, the showdown at the gun shop. Um, but even he knows some of the kids because I think Owen uh, pontificates whether this, this guy knows his classmate because he, he speeds a lot, you, you know? So oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I love that idea that this is an intimate and a small town and a, a small community. Mm. Uh, even Val Wilson, the, the, the neighbor to, um, the mother that you're talking about, Lourdes Rosales, um, who she mm-hmm. eventually gets her just desserts. Uh, well, sorry, she exacts her revenge on Quailaja. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love that camaraderie. Like, you know, these are front neighbors, mm-hmm. but she's holding Lourdes back. You know, because she wants mm. to just kill this predator. Um, <laughs> so, a really different story. Nothing, none that I would have come up with at all. But uh, I think it's done quite successfully. I think so too. Yeah, I remember being surprised reading the part with the woman and the dog. I was like, "Well, why mm. did the predator kill the dog?" That was yeah. when I, I realized that it was a rogue. I thought, yes. "Well, why did the predator kill this woman and mm. her dog?" Unless the woman like had a, a gun hidden on her or something. Yeah, she was walking her dog, which isn't beyond the realm of consideration. But mm. I just, yeah, I, that was when I realized, okay, this is a rogue predator, and he's just killing indiscriminately. Yeah. So that means that we're going to probably see another predator towards the end. Yes. And we, when we did, and I loved that part. What did you think of that, Ray? When the other predator showed up and uh, kind of haul, was, hauled him around like a rag. Yeah, <laughs> it was the epitome of you know scolding a, a schoolboy. You, you know that sort of yes. mentality, and it, it you know it didn't pull any of its punches as well. And I liked the the fact that it gave Lauders the opportunity to honor like her job mm-hmm. because through i guess her emotion and stuff like she was fired up and you know can you imagine these aliens these beastly beings she still wanted to to have a go at quite larger mm-hmm. and the elder recognized that and said okay well go here you go um have at it mm-hmm. and she didn't spend long at all she just shot him in the face which was, so <laughs> was point, point blank point blank yeah. in the face um but I yeah I, I i think it was great and just going back to the point with the dog and King and, and Sandy Lawrence, mm. Justin, mm-hmm. yeah, around that time, similar with you, it was kind of like, yeah, okay, so this predator is not your run-of-the-mill predator. And I like how Navarro actually made you feel uncomfortable at the beginning. I feel it's intentional. She opened up mm. with these senseless killings, and immediately I was kind of like, oh, what? This is not. Mm. But then it's like, oh, okay. And she further back that up with we do get some insight into quay larger we get the, the thoughts of him and him going mm-hmm. like oh you know 
the predators. My colleagues say that humans are all that, but they're actually pathetic. This is just, this is just a real a disappointment. This visit, mm. um, but it, it, you know, quite larger lacks all sense of honor um just killing for yeah. the sake of killing so i love how he got uh, the his upcom up upcomments <laughs> yeah come up and yeah. come up and that's it <laughs> got it the other way around um yeah, yeah. yeah. the come up and um yeah that was yeah. great i, I, I love that too yeah yeah, yeah. What, what, what would you give this one for a score ray if you had to um on a, on a it, scale of um oh, yeah. murdered Murdered dogs. Murdered <laughs> dogs. I, I would give this. Um, I mean, it's close. It's close to ghost story. Um, mm. uh, it's hard. I, I'd have to go maybe a peg down four, four out of five. Mm. I, I still enjoyed it immensely. Um, yeah, it just. I don't know. I felt it's only because it's gone down to four because I'm comparing it with um, Ghost Story and Ghost Story's pacing was just I thought brilliant. Uh, this one, there were so many characters to kind of get hold of, but I think Navarro did a, an absolute gem of a job. As you mentioned, the gunshot with the Bex, you got you got like you got a whole sense of Ajax, the dad, you know, the old war vet. Mm. You got the sense of yes. the the son, and less so to the to the mum, but it was awesome. You got little stories within stories, so um, mm. I, yeah, I can't help but really like that. How about you, Justin? I would give yeah I would give this one four out of five as well only Lovely. only because it, it was a little kind of mixed up like I said at the end where mm -hmm. everybody was converging all at the same place and I felt mm -hmm. like some of the some of the character stories didn't really get any resolution at the end but yeah um, yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed this a lot yeah and like yeah. I said I could picture everything in my head completely I, I mm. hope that this gets adapt, adapted someday in some form I could <sighs> I could see it being very successful. Animated short, as you said, Justin. Mm, let's get an animated yeah. series of this anthology. That would be great. Yes, let's do it. Oh, yeah. that'd be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that That's idea. Awesome. Yeah. And so we have our third and final story, Dead Man's Switch by Scott Seigler. And this, I love this one, Ray. Yeah, it's fantastic. a little sad that this was the last chapter, I guess, because I've been enjoying mm. this anthology so much. But um, mm, yeah, I, I really, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it too. Um, and and in a nutshell, this is um, based far off somewhere in a in a place mm. called Kivi. It's a it's a games preserve, um, you know, set up by I'm assuming humans. They sound very very mm. human, um, but <laughs> surrounded by by alien alien wildlife and. More so than that, um, they kind of nurture uh, the, the, um, this game preserved with, with one of the ultimate in in hunting. Like um, so, it's a, mm. a yellow. It's called a yellow beast, and it's a massive, eight hundred kilo rhino of a of a of an alien creature. Um, mm. Complete with uh, I love the details here, Justin. With uh, it's like three meter long barbed tongue, which it can shoot out yes. like a chameleon. But the force of it is like fifteen thousand kilopascals or something, and and you know enough to break you. Like it's oh, it's so cool. And on top of that, we get the hunter. So anyway, uh, the premise is that that the scientists there, um, a hunter, invades the preserve, releases the yellow beasts basically, and the dead man switch is um, towards the end. The the scientists um, can kind of like blackmail. Um, or threaten the predator. Um, it gets sprayed with this pollen that's explosive, and uh, and if uh, connected to a wrist gauntlet from the scientists, and if their heart stops, um, the the 
predator will basically explode. So that's the dead man switch. Uh, so they, they ask the predator to, to help them get away onto the launch pad to escape basically their laboratory or, or preserve that's coming down around them with um, with the yellow beasts. But yeah, um, Justin, what did you make of this finale? I, I loved it. I loved it so yep. much. I thought it was a great way to end the, the book too with a story set in space. Yep. And what a great concept with kind of like this crazy alien game preserve where hunters would go to hunt and hunt these. And it, it should be noted too, that the pollen was something that was used in the, mm, yes. in the game preserve in case the hunters felt like they were threatened and felt like they were, you know, going to lose the hunt and get killed by this thing. That way they could just detonate the creature that had the pollen uh, on it and it'd be safe. So that, that was kind of like a fail safe for, for the, less experienced seasoned hunters on this game preserve yeah. but i thought that was a, a really clever way for for them to turn the tables on the predator i mm. thought that was extremely clever and i just love the yellow beast i thought what a great <laughs> concept for a creature too this thing with this barbed tongue which which also after like you said it impales the its prey with the tongue it yeah. pulls them back into its jaws where yeah. then it gets they get ripped to shreds oh my god <laughs> it is torn to bits <laughs> absolutely grisly there is a bit in there i had to laugh it's not without humor there is one bit that i had to really grin at justin and it was uh, of that researcher cole Meyer, who were introduced at the yes. beginning she's a researcher and anyway yeah <laughs> anyway towards the end as uh, as lewis and bronca uh, heading towards a pad, Lewis sees a corpse being eaten by Tau. I think he's one the name of the Yellow Beast. It turns out yeah. to be Colmeyer, who's who's obviously long dead. And Lewis uh, just ponders, "Oh, Tau was was Colmeyer's favorite. I guess you'd you'd have to say now, Colmeyer is Tau's favorite because <laughs> Tau is actually eating Colmeyer. Uh, just just I think the timing and delivery of that was just so." funny it's like deadpan um yeah <laughs> just him thinking that in this amidst this chaos uh but <laughs> um yeah i i i really loved it as well i was a bit dubious at first with these log you know when whenever you kind of break up the story with logs uh you know journal entries mm -hmm. or something because mm -hmm. I, I, mm -hmm. I remember when the, the opening page of going oh gosh i hope there's not too many of these but it is a good mm. technique to to give us a bit more information so it gives us a bit more information about the games preserve about the yellow beasts about the pollinator mm. as well so that's it's mm. very handy um the writing itself um away from the journals um journal entries and just the narration uh spot on i think i think you know yeah. um descriptive grisly deaths um i could imagine myself in that um the research it's like a facility they, they called it like a spoke with uh, a wheel with three spokes so you can mm -hmm. kind of get where pens a b and c where these beasts are but once they're let loose oh there was a a point in it as well justin there were two lab assistants they were they were lying on the ground with their arms wide because the protocol i think the protocol three two four is if there's a hunter in the vicinity you no, don't arm yourself, lie down on the ground, spread your limbs, and it will like, walk over you because it, it won't see you as a threat. Right. But that incident where um, the predator's there and they're lying down, but the predator's closely followed by the yellow beasts. And then that poor lady <laughs> just goes, oh, my God. So she gets up and she gets smacked with the tongue and it literally breaks her back. So I could just imagine a, yeah. a doubled-up human being being, like, 
sucked back into the jaws of the <laughs> oh it's great stuff great stuff <laughs> i love it <laughs> i love it too and oh. it's great to see the predator versus another creature yes another another alien creature because i think i was lamenting that in one of the other the other episodes about how we didn't see enough of that in some of the mm-hmm. other uh, a lot of these stories were set on earth in different time yeah. periods and stuff like that in different areas so yeah. i was happy to see more creatures for the predator fight because that part where it it did like a, the running slide and went underneath the yellow beast and gutted yes. it with his first, I mean, that was awesome <laughs> yeah i mean and that even, was awesome that was very that was very awesome it was a, a this is a like an apex predator you'd reckon um mm. yaucha yeah. i mean um and when it shot the the yellow beast um but also the sheer volume of the yellow beast it shot off like one of the shoulders and it was still coming at it mm-hmm. you know that sort of still thing still coming at it yeah. um yeah very very cool so yeah really love the description here by um Seigler. uh he's done really yeah he's done really well i i enjoyed this a lot more than i actually thought i would i i, I remember mm. reading this third one thinking how could it top you know the previous two chapters um on the reread yes. um but it, it's it's really up there as well so uh, what would you give? What would you give this? Um, just an out of uh, Bob tongues. <laughs> mm, I think actually for me this one is actually perfect. I'd give this one five out of five. This is going Whoa, on the trophy wall, trophy yeah, wall time. It. That's I great. Loved it. And this yeah. this is another one too. I could picture being made into like mm-hmm. a short thing, like an animated thing or something like. That. How cool would it be to see like an animated yellow beast versus yeah. a predator? Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and this is yeah. so different yeah. from the other two in the fact that we are in, mm. in deep space here. This is very sci-fi. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about yeah. you, Ray? What would you? Um, I would give it um a, a shy just just short of the five. Um, I would give it um a four and a half as well. Mm. Uh, it really nice. surprised me. Like I really enjoyed it. Like once you're you're in it. Um, because but, but I just remember beginning the story going oh oh gosh no no I'm hoping this is not going to be too bogged down in details but having funnily enough I enjoyed the details that it gave like mm. t- talking about the the um mechanics of the pollinator you know it's 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 down 50 percent, but that's more than enough to to be mm. you know to, to work that sort of stuff um the mm-hmm. the the amount of pressure that the barbed tongue exerts you know uh Seigler gives these really precise details and it, it just adds to i guess the scientific world that this is that lewis mm. so lewis yellen is the, the chief scientist here so it, it's kind of told in a, in a very cool way and and i like to appreciate i appreciate the the attention to detail so mm, definitely um, it was a it was a cool way to to discuss those bits of, of detail and give that without just having it being typical narration typical yeah. uh, uh, scene setting you know, they, it was kind of like an infomercial that <laughs> was was giving you all of the details about this game preserve place ahead yeah. of time while you were while you were reading the story. Was, I liked that; it was clever. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely was. And you're right; you just reminded me of it. Yeah, it did have that kind of marketing flavor. Like, come over to the games preserve, and you know, you can you get yourself booked in. Um, but then it moved on to being a bit more detailed with the logs. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Again, surprised me. So. Um, Hotu clan members out there again a high recommend we've we've finished the coverage of mm. eyes of the demon i think it's time justin to to maybe we'll, we'll try and contact some of these um authors um and in the yes, new year i would love um, that 
Yeah, so fingers crossed in the new year, uh, listeners will have a couple of interviews uh, that we can spray um, from month to month um, to get the likes mm. of Scott Seigler, Josh Pruitt, Yvonne Navarro, and uh, maybe even uh, Brian Thomas Schmidt, who who contributed mm. as well as edited the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. That would be, be great to get their insight on it. So, Yeah, that would be fantastic. Hopefully we can make that happen next year. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, that I think pretty much wraps us for this episode, Justin. Um, yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to bring up, Ray? Any oh other? no, just I hope you have a, a happy Christmas and a, and a, a safe you. holidays, yeah, enjoyable holidays, and and those listening out there, I hope you do as well. Um, stay safe, yes. um, Justin, myself, and and Rasucha. We are still working on our outro. There's going to be a formal outro. Um, I'm oh, not yes. sure if we discussed it on air, but it's it's going to be it'll be fun to do. So we're just in the middle of creating that. Um, so I'll have an official outro for the videos. Um, but yeah, um, just as long as everyone stays safe, keep reading and watching great material. Um, we're always available on our social media platforms as well. I might, I might mm. just chuck this up now. Um, so, I mean, you can always contact us uh, on the likes of on email, uh, predpraypod at uh, outlook.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, Twitter as well, uh, and Instagram. The handle is predpraypod, so just check that out as well as you can uh, find us on YouTube as well. And we've also got a, a Discord as well, uh, Justin, um, that is still very mm. much in its infancy, but as, as we mentioned, hopefully um, if we can get games starting, um, hopefully yes. we can meet, meet other HOTU members over there too. Yeah, maybe we can schedule some live sessions where we can all play at the same time and advertise. We can live stream it on Discord so people can watch us playing. Yes. I think that'd be so much fun. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. That'd be great. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, so in our next in our next episode, we'll be discussing the final issue, sadly, mm, of the the six issue uh, miniseries from Marvel, mm-hmm. and then we'll be discussing the series as a whole. Um, Rasucha will hopefully be back with us so we can yeah. get his thoughts as well and um, yeah I, I think I'm not sure Ray what do you think do you think that we'll all have the omnibus by the time the next episode I, I, is I hope so I think I think we will mm. ho- hopefully um, uh, it's hard to say because uh, mine's shipping from New Zealand I think I went for a distributor there mm. so if it's released on December 27 yeah it might be yeah it'll be like a week or so until i get it um i don't know about you guys but i think by mid to late january hopefully we should all have it yeah Mm, so maybe we can start to start to crack open that lovely tone oh i cannot wait (laughs) yes i mean and we still have i mean there are still we've done the the big uh the big predator movies we've we've still got the others Mm. to go as well we've got predators we do i can't wait to do I can't wait to do the Predator, Justin. I can't wait oh. and uh, rip rip that one a new <laughs> a new a hole uh, and, uh, and Alien versus Predator Requiem. Yeah, oh, that's I will be, def- that I'll to... be defending that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'll be defending with your that. with your infrared goggles. <laughs> well, I found out that the Blu-ray version apparently they did lighten it up, so that that's probably oh why... they did. Yeah, that's probably why like I don't have too much of an issue with it because I watched it again okay. on Blu-ray. I mean, it's still dark. I will admit, okay, yeah. I, I'll admit. Um, okay. But yeah, uh, but yeah. Anyway, though, just be they lightened it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so plenty to do. Uh, but yeah, comics, the Dark Horse comics next mm. year. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Yes. So any listeners, uh, if you know what's coming in the omnibus or if mm. uh, oh, yes. you've already pre-ordered as well, make mm-hmm. sure to send in your thoughts for the next episode. Yes. Oh, and all- next year. Uh, also, as well, Justin, not necessarily the next episode, but we will have Ed Brisson back um, to to just chat about, you know, the the, the wrap-up of his series, too. Oh, yes. So, yeah, yeah, great. So looking forward yeah, to, to chatting awesome. with Ed again. Yeah. yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, we'll get his thoughts on hopefully the future. Are we going to get a sequel? Mm. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> but until <laughs> then, everyone, thank you for listening again. And as always... Shit happens. <laughs> See you later, everyone. See you, everyone. The Predator is the property of the Disney Company, with affiliated characters, stories, and events of the film, comics, novelizations, and merchandise copyrighted to their respective owners. Material used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information, and opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners. Over here, over here, over here. Turn around. Hi, I'm one of the High Priests of Conchu Ray, and I have the sacred privilege of providing you, the loony listener, with a podcast honouring Marvel's very own Moon Knight. So join me and a host of others at Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, or support the show by becoming a Patreon member. Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. It's time to get your Conchu on.